0: Chapter 3 Sai Baba's Sanction and Promise, Assignment of the Work to Devotees, Baba's Stories as Beacon Light, His Motherly Love, Rahila's Story, His Sweet and nectar Like Words. Sai Baba's Sanction and Promise As described in the previous chapter, Sai Baba gave his complete assent to the writing of the SACHARITA and said, I fully agree with you regarding the writing of the SACHARITA. You do your duty, don't be afraid in the least, steady your mind and have faith in my words. If my leelas are written, the avidya-niscience will vanish, and if they are attentively and devoutly listened to, the consciousness of the worldly existence will abate, and the strong waves of devotion and love will rise up, and if one dives deep into my leelas, he will get precious jewels of knowledge. Hearing this, the author was much pleased, and he at once became fearless and confident, and thought that the work was bound to be a success. Then turning to shama Madhavaraj Bhande, Sai Baba said, If a man utters my name with love, I shall fulfil all his wishes, increase his devotion. And if he sings earnestly my life and deeds, him I shall be set in front and back on all sides. Those devotees who are attached to me, heart and soul, will naturally feel happiness when they hear these stories. Believe me that if anybody sings my leaders, I will give him infinite joy and everlasting contentment. It is my special characteristic to free any person who surrenders completely to me, and who worships me faithfully and who remembers me, meditates on me constantly. How can they be conscious of worldly objects and sensations who utter my name, who worship me, who think of my stories of my life, and who thus always remember me? I shall draw out my devotees from the jaws of death. If my stories are listened to, all the diseases will be got rid of. So, hear my stories with respect, and think and meditate on them, assimilate them. This is the way of happiness and contentment. The pride and egoism of my devotees will vanish. The mind of the hearers will be set at rest, and if he has wholehearted and complete faith... He will become one with the Supreme Consciousness. The simple remembrance of my name as Sai Sai will do away with the sins of speech and hearing. Different Works Assigned to Devotees The Lord entrusts different works to different devotees. Some are given works of building temples or moths, the guts, flight of steps on the rivers, some are made to sing the glories of God, some are sent on pilgrimages, but to me the allotted work of writing the Sai Sacharita. Being a jack of all trades but master of none, I was quite unqualified for this job. Then why should I undertake such difficult task? Who can describe the true life of Sai Baba? Sai Baba's grace alone can enable one to accomplish this difficult work. So when I took the pen in my hand, Sai Baba took away my egoism and wrote himself, his stories. The credit of relating these stories therefore goes to him and not me. Though Brahman by birth, I lacked the two eyes, sight or vision, the Shruti and Smruti, and therefore was not at all capable of writing the Satarita. But the grace of the Lord makes a dumb man talk, enables a lame man to cross the mountain. He alone knows the ways of getting things done, as he likes. Neither the flute nor the harmonium knows how the sounds are produced. This is the concern of the player. The oozing of the Chandra-kant jewel and the surging of the sea are not due to the jewel and the sea, but due to the rise of the moon. Baba's story is beacon light. Lighthouses are constructed at various places in the sea to enable the boatmen to avoid rocks and dangers and to make themselves safely. Sababa stories serve a similar purpose in the ocean of worldly existence. They surpass nectar and sweetness and make our worldly paths smooth and easy to traverse. Blessed are the stories of the saints. When they enter our hearts through the ears, the body consciousness or egoism and the sense of duality vanish. And when they are stored in the heart, doubt will evade. Pride of the body will fall, and wisdom will be stored in abundance. The description of Baba's pure fame and the hearing of the same with love will destroy their sins, uh, will destroy the sins of the devotee, and therefore this is the, this is the simple sadhana for attaining salvation. The sadhana for Krita age was samadama, tranquillity of mind and body, for Treta age, sacrifice for Dwarapa for Dwarapa worship, and for Kali, the present age, it is singing the name and the glory of the Lord. The last sadhana is open to all people of all the four Varanas, Brahmins, etc. And, the, and, and other sādhanas, namely yoga, tyaga sacrifice, dhyāna meditation, dhyāna dharana, concentration, are very difficult to practice. But singing and hearing the stories and the glory of the Lord, Sai Baba, is very easy. We have only to turn our attention towards them. The listening and singing of the stories will remove the attachment to the senses and their object, and will make the devotees dispassionate, and will ultimately lead them to self-realization. With this end in view, Sai Baba made me write his stories. Sacharita. The devotees may now easily read and hear these stories of Sai Baba, and while doing so, meditate on him, his form, and thus, deta- his form and thus attain devotion to Guru and God. Sai Baba. Get dispassion and self-realization. In the preparation and writing of this work, Sacharita, it is Sai Baba's grace which has accomplished everything, making use of me as a mere instrument. Motherly love of Sai Baba. Everybody knows how a cow loves her infinite. Her, her, her udder is always full when the calf wants milk and dashes at the udder. Out comes the milk in an unceasing flow. Similarly, a human mother knows the wants of her child beforehand and feeds him at her breast in time. In case of dressing and adorning the child, the mother takes particular care to see that this is well done. The child knows or cares nothing about this, but the, mother knows, but the mother's joy knows no... But the mother's joy knows no bounds when she sees her child well dressed and adorned. The love of a mother is peculiar, extraordinary, and disinterested, and has no parallel. Sadgurus feel this motherly love towards their disciples. Sababa had the same love towards me, and I give an instance of it below. In 1916, I retired. I retired from government service. The pension that was settled in my case was not sufficient to maintain my family decently. On Guru Purnima day of that year, I went to Shirdi with other devotees. There Mr. Anachin Chanaka, of his own accord, prayed to Baba for me as follows. Please look kindly at him. The pension he gets is quite insufficient. His family is growing. Give him some other appointment. Remove his anxiety and make him happy. Baba replied, "He He will get some other job, but now he should serve me and be happy the dishes will be ever full his dishes will be ever full and never empty he should turn all his attention towards me and avoid the company of atheists irreligious and wicked people he should be modest and humble towards all and worship me with heart and soul if he does this he will get eternal happiness the question who is he who who is he the question who is this he whose worship is advocated is already answered in a note on who was Sai Baba, in the prologue and the beginning of this work. Rahila's story The story of Rahila illustrates, this, illustrates Sai Baba's all-embracing love. One Rahila, tall and well-built, well, well-built, strong as a bull, came to Shirdi wearing a long kufni, a robe, and was enamoured of the Sai who stayed there. Day and night he used to recite, in a loud and harsh tone, the Kalamah verses of the Holy Quran, and shout, Allahu Akbar, God is great. Most people of Shudi were working in their fields during the day and when they returned to their homes at night they were welcomed with the Rahilla's harsh cries and shouts. They could get no sleep and felt much trouble and inconvenience. They suffered this nuisance for some days in silence and when they could stand it no longer they approached Baba and requested him to check the Rahilla and stop the nuisance. Baba did not attend to their complaint. On the contrary Baba took the villagers to task and asked them to mind their own business. He said to them that the Rahilla had got a very bad wife. Who, who tried to trouble the Rahilla and himself, but hearing the Rahilla's prayers, she dared not enter and they were at peace. In fact, the Rahila had no wife, and by his wife, Baba meant Durbuddhi, evil thoughts. As Baba liked prayers and cries to God better than anything else, he took the side of the Rahilla and asked the villagers to wait and bear the nuisance, which would abate in due course. Baba's sweet and nectar-like words, One day at noon after the Arati, devotees were returning to their lodgings when Baba gave the following beautiful advice. Be wherever you like, do whatever you choose. Remember this well, that all what you do is known to me. I am the inner ruler of all and seated in your hearts. I envelop all the creatures, the immovable and the immovable world. I am the controller, the wire-puller of the show of this universe. I am the mother, origin of all beings, the harmony of the three gunas, the propeller of all senses, the creator, the preserver and destroyer. Nothing will harm him who turns his attention towards me, but Maya will lash or whip him who forgets me. All the insects, ants, the visible, movable and immovable world is my body or form. Hearing these beautiful and precious words, I at once decided in my mind to serve no man henceforth but my guru only. But the reply of Baba to Anachinchanaka's query, which was really mine, that I would get some job, began to revolve in my mind and I began to think whether it would come to happen. As future events showed, Baba's words came true and I got a government job. But that was of short duration. Then I became free and solely devoted myself to the service of my guru Sai Baba. Before concluding this chapter, I request the readers to leave out their various hindrances, namely indolence, sleep, wandering of mind, attachments to senses, etc., and turn their whole and undivided attention to these stories of Sai Baba. Let their love be natural. Let them know the secret of devotion. Let them not exhaust themselves by other sadhanas. Let them stick to this simple remedy, which is listening to Sai Baba's stories. This will destroy their ignorance and will secure for them salvation. A miser may stay at various places, but he constantly thinks of his buried treasure. So, let Sai Baba be enthroned in the hearts of all. In the next chapter, I shall speak of Sai Baba's Advent and Charity. Badis Sri Sai, Peace be to all. Sri Satchitananda Sarguru Sainat Maharaj Ki Jai.